Hey, everyone. Hello, hello. So I am, guess what I am for today. If you're guessing excited, you are correct. Um, I have been working on this for, Nick called me pumpkin. He was going to guess that I'm feeling pumpkin. I guess I'm feeling a little pumpkin, my orange shirt, but I'm also excited. Um, I've been working on something to replace the whole 75 hard thing. And I've been kind of giving you guys, some of you guys spoilers on our calls, telling you it's coming up and we are finally launching it and doing it. And I'm really excited. So my goal for today is for us to kind of get into some of the new year kind of feelings that we might be having. Um, we talked about that a little bit on the last, not last Zoom. We got frisky on the last Zoom, but the Zoom before that, uh, we talked about kind of recalibrating for the year and just the mindset. Today, we're going to talk some more about the physical action side of things with that um, in terms of eating and such. So as you guys know, I love when these are interactive. Uh, we use the chat feature. So feel free, uh, anything that stands out to you, any questions, whatever, enter it in the chat. I do my best to keep up with it. So don't be shy. Um, okay. So when you guys saw recalibrating, quote unquote, after the holidays, what did you guys think about that? Were you like, oh my God, that's me. I need that. Oh, holy shit. Um, or you feel like you're at a good, kind of a good swing and a good pace of things? Because I think it can go either way. Sometimes we can just keep it moving. Sometimes we can get complacent. Sometimes we can feel like everything's falling apart, even though it's not. Um, and it's kind of just a very charged time of the year. I feel like for me in the past, it was like I was already guilty about being behind come New Year's Day. And like the year hasn't even happened, but I still felt really behind. And it kind of drove me to feel really, I thought, motivated to go and change that for the year ahead. But it wasn't so much motivation as it was this like fear and panic of like, oh my God. I have to do so well this year. So this has got to be my year. No more of this shit, blah, blah, blah. As if it's something I didn't realize I cared about before the new year, you know? So I think, you know, I, I used to experience this up and down really often, you know, but before I read what I have written here, let me check the chat. I'm surprisingly at a good spot. I feel recharged. I love it. I feel like I'm doing really well. I always feel good around new years. Love that. Juliana saying, oh my God, me, I need to reset myself and stick to my baby steps to figure out these gut issues. Yeah. And that's coaches, me, you guys, we are all like, none of us are immune to this. It's we're all human beings, you know? So, um, why I don't sign up for new year's challenges for January. Yeah, no, same. It's just kind of building off that fear. I told my coach that this was the first holiday in memory where I didn't come back on January 1st feeling guilty about myself and all my bad choices. I followed baby steps. Woo! I chose a word for the year. Oh, I love that. What word did you choose for this year? I love that. Holidays were hectic and I was sick. Today is the first day I feel refreshed. Yeah, I heard that a lot over the holidays. Um, a lot of people were just got like that mega flu or that mega cold that's going around or COVID or whatever. And Sometimes some of the clients I talked to were glad because they were like, I don't got to go anywhere. Um, and then some of them were really bummed out. But I feel like I've heard that a lot lately. It's definitely a bummer. The flu killed my holiday spirit. Damn Grinch. But OK, so 
sneaky worth it moments that weren't worth it, followed by feeling off and out of touch with anything health related. That's kind of where I was at. Because in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't like a whole ton of worth it moments. It wasn't that I like went off the rails or anything. It was, I just felt so guilty about anything I did eat that wasn't, you know, that was a worth it moment. And then I think the hardest part of that is the lingering puffiness and crappiness that you feel afterwards. So it kind of makes you feel like, well, what's this one thing going to hurt? And it gets a slippery slope, or you just are really down on yourself for having any puffiness or any difference in your body at all. You know, we demand consistency out of our body at all times. And I found myself on either way of that, on either side of that, you know, um, and I wrote here, sometimes it wasn't even that I was doing that badly. I just felt like I was doing nothing. Like I felt like I was crap at everything. And that wasn't even the case. My whole goal of making things a, like a lifestyle was actually working, but I still mentally felt like I wasn't doing enough or I was dropping the ball. And these all, all these feelings just culminated around this time of year. Um, let's see. So to make sure that we're not just trying to use something really strict and hard and like, quote unquote, kick our ass back into gear. Uh, I did want to give you guys a challenge of some kind, not like your typical challenge with some kind of something to really put effort towards or really try, because I do think there is a certain quality that's positive about that feeling of, of really evaluating what doesn't work for you and wanting to focus on yourself. The goal is to not let that go the way of being unhealthy and being obsessive because when that happens, that's when, you know, we're doing ourselves a disservice. That's when we get into strict regimens and stuff that just puts us on a path to binging ultimately. Right. So 75 real that I don't, I have it pulled up here. If you guys want to pull that up on your phone, as I'm going over it, um, I commented it on the post in the Facebook page. And I also added it to your Facebook chat, whichever chat you're in. So who knows what 75 hard is? Who has experience either with doing 75 hard, wanting to do 75 hard? Tell me in the chat, who has some experience with that? I remember I wanted to do 75 hard so bad back in the day. I could do it. Oh, I'm aware, hard no. Yeah, no, it's, it's brutal. So let's go over, I have the link here to this article because there's like, a million different articles saying what the hell 75 hard is. So where is it here? Okay, rule number one, 75 hard is basically a list of stuff you have to do for 75 days. You have to do this every day. Um, and there's there's no deviating from it. You have to stay strict with it. People need to write, write articles like neurodivergent friendly. Just cut to the chase and then leave details at the end so I can go back and dive deeper if I want to, honestly. Anyway, so number one, if you skip a day, you must start over. So if you mess up any of these 75 hard rules, it doesn't matter if you're on day 60, on day 73, you go back to day zero. You have to start all over again, okay? So you have to do it to a T, absolutely correctly every day for 75 days. And if you don't, boom, back to the beginning. Okay, so that's first. Second, you have to pick a diet to follow with no alcohol or cheat meals, quote unquote. That, um, that yeah, 
I think we all know why that doesn't jive with the CCA way. So number three, drink a gallon of water daily. A gallon. Not everybody's meant to drink a gallon of water, by the way. I don't know what the arbitrary numbers of things that people come up with. Like, it's, it's ama amazing to me. Um, complete two daily workouts. You have to do two 45-minute workouts of your choice per day, and one of them must be done outside regardless of the weather. Ridiculous. And you want to know the reasoning why? This is what pisses me off. In this article, I will comment. I'll link this when I post the recording. Um, that's the point of this program. The conditions are never perfect. And one of the reasons most people can't get through life in an effective way is because the minute conditions are tough, they throw in the towel, they throw the towel in on their plan. Whoever this person is, Frizella, I don't care to read in no background, I guess, whoever created this. Um, like, can you imagine being raised by them? Right? Because some of the other gems from this article. Um, it's supposed to be hard in life. Conditions are never going to be perfect. You're always going to have things that you don't want to do. And the minute you start tweaking or compromising, that's when, that's what opens the door to quitting. No. How about what opens the door to quitting is when something is so ridiculously difficult to maintain and you feel like a bad person because you're not doing it by the book and you give up because it's not working. Like that's what opens the door to quitting. I can't stand this mentality. It literally goes against everything that CCA is. So anyway, I digress. So yeah, two ridiculous 45 minute workouts a day. One of them has to be outside. Read 10 pages per day of a nonfiction book. This is not entertainment, she says. This is not entertainment time. This is not Harry Potter time. This is learn new stuff time. Ew. Um, like how do you make reading completely joyless like that? But anyway. Take progress photos every day. This is not just to show your physical transformation. Once you start getting some progress, fitness or business or anywhere else, you start to forget the little details as you go. These photos will help you remember the daily progress of your journey. So is that all the rules in this stupid thing? Okay, yeah, if you follow the program exactly as it's laid out, you will be a completely different person. You will look different, you will talk different, you will think different. It'd be a different human completely. Who do you think these types of things are targeting? When, like, they're not putting that, like, people who are, like, pretty okay with life aren't going to do 75 hard. People who are having an issue with themselves, whether that's with health, with, you know, my, mindset, knowing what the hell to do, you know, just, it just, those people jump on this because there is some kind of, self-harming satisfaction, I feel like, in beating the crap out of yourself to just to say you can. Um, ew. You know, not my style. You'll be a different person. You'll be a depressed person. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Yasmin. So let's see what you guys are saying here. It's ridiculous. So, okay. I've seen people on Instagram talking about it, was never interested. I'm super aware, seemed intense. Lots of friends have done it and failed. I don't know one person, one person who has completed 75 hard. That isn't like a influencer of some kind, like a in real life person. Insane. Um, so funny thing, because I saw here, you're saying literally have the smallest bladder in the world. No way I could drink a gallon. So again, a gallon, I don't think that everyone needs a gallon, but um, 
usually when you go from not drinking a lot and then you start drinking a lot more water, your body releases all of the fluid stores that it has built up because it's used to you not drinking enough. So once it realizes like, oh, okay, we get water consistently, it starts to re release those storage, the water stores. So at first it's like you're pissing nonstop. It's like, oh my God, you know, it's just affecting my work. Um, but that should level out at some point just for anyone else. Like I'm not contesting the fact that you have a small bladder or whatever, but in general, if, if what people, why can't I talk? If people hesitate to start drinking a lot more as I take a sip, um, then because they don't want to have to be peeing all day or whatever, that tends to level out. But also I just feel like I don't want to have to worry about my water intake to that degree. You know, like it's just so arduous for no reason. Um, this life isn't going to be perfect. Exactly. She contradicted herself. If we are perfect, we move on to the next day, not restart. Amen. Amen. How in the world does anyone do this? No, there's like a lot of people online that are like all about it. Um, it sounds like torture. <laughs> it sounds like 75 days of some weird boot camp. And yeah, no. Um, anxiety is rising. Yep. Anxiety just listening to it. Yeah. We people love to beat the hell out of themselves, I guess. The number of people I know who've done this and gained all the weight back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mentally drained. Like whoever, <laughs> oh, Raven just found the chat. Welcome. Yeah, no, it's insane. And I honestly feel like whoever created this probably never struggled with their health, with their metabolism, with their weight. Um, it happens to be someone with a peach, you know, it happens to be a dude. So I'm just saying, and I think that those people come up with these intense things to get people riled up, but it's, it's a very particular community of people whose entire lives revolve around this and like, or just a lot of very disordered people that follow it. But I'm saying like in the influencer community, all of these like, oh yeah, 75 hard, grow yourself, read all the books, you know, the ones that, that can just rattle off so many self-help books to you, but they have no idea how to have a, a real relationship. Like those people are all aboard this, but it's all surface. There, if you really make it your goal to always try to find the deeper, meaningful meaning behind something, you can't really find it with this shit because it's not for health. It's not for love. It's not for self-worth. It's not for nothing besides punishment, discipline, say I can do this for 75 days and that I'm not some lazy fat person. That's basically their worry. So it attracts the people who are uh, down and out. And you know me, we're not doing that. So mine, 75 real. I still didn't really like making these rules, but if we're for the sake of like new year motivation, we're going to try and spin that to be healthy and positive, then this is what I came up with. Okay. So I got my graphic up here. Eat a bite of something every four hours. Bonus if it's protein based. I think that as a country, so my international clients are probably like the same out here. I don't know why I just assume it's as a country, but I feel like the work-life balance, at least from what I've seen in, in this country is very, very off. There's just, it is what it is. We work really hard. We're running around a lot, you know, so getting protein throughout the day tends to be the thing that's the most difficult. Who the hell is going to just like go cook a steak in the middle of the day, go make a sandwich, you know, watch the bread, watch this, watch that. It's just the most 
it's a mind fuck, right? So if you just think about it as, let me get a few protein-based things to keep on hand. And my goal is every, every four hours, every few hours, you can set an alarm if you want. You're just going to take a bite of whatever that is. It's a way to kind of thoughtlessly get your protein and your food in throughout the day without having to sit and put so much thought behind creating a meal or finding something, you know, it's just there to nosh and take like a supplement. Okay. So eat a bite of something every four hours bonus bonus. If it's protein based number two, stretch or move your limbs any way you want two times a day. This is like, you know, when things sound so easy, it's like, am I getting it wrong? No, it is that easy. Like I don't, you, you could just do this right twice a day. You're good. You moved your limbs, right? That's what I mean. It doesn't have to be intense. You just got to get up, get, you know, stretch kind of, you know, just do some toe touches, whatever, twice a day, nothing intense. Drink at least three full containers of anything sugar-free or decaf, any size before noon. So you don't want to have that desire, that like itch that makes you want to go get the big water bottle. Like, whoa, again, there's no need for that. Consistency really is the thing. And if you're drinking more in the beginning of the day, your natural thirst will kick in much like with appetite and eating breakfast in the morning, your natural thirst appetite will kick in and you'll just drink more throughout the day. So this is focused on three containers, a cup, a water bottle, whatever, uh, three of them before noon, uh, decaf coffee counts, decaf tea, you know, anything sugar-free or decaf before noon. Read one page in a book, any book. I'm not gonna tell you what to read, any book. Um, this is an entertainment time. What an asshole. Anyway, uh, but read a page in a book or sketch something each day. <laughs> I wrote, it can literally be done on the crapper because it's true. You can keep your crapper sketchbook you know, keep, I, I'm, I've gone old school. I keep my books in the bathroom. <laughs> so like, obviously not all of them. A library bathroom will be disgusting, but really cool aesthetically. Anyway, um, but I have, yeah, no, I keep like one or two books on that I have on rotation in the bathroom with me. And every day in the morning when I don't want to be on my screen and I got to go, you know, do my morning business, I read my book. Um, and I love sketching. You can sketch on a sticky pad, like keep a sticky note pad. And every so often just doodle that counts. Uh, don't get on social media for one hour in the morning. Who's going to have a hard time with that? Who's watching this? And they're like, oh, uh, it's the first thing I go on. Like, even if it's in instinct, not like you're like, I need to, but who just instinctively the first second they grab their phone, they just aimlessly scroll. I, I have to stop myself from doing that. Hence the crapper books. And I try to put my phone away from my bed, you know, um, but because I get it. It's really, it's tough. So <clears throat> take a selfie every morning before you guys cringe. I'm going to explain, right? But take a selfie every morning and night to track normal inflammation. So a selfie, you don't need to do any other like, you know, full body pose pictures or whatever. But I would create your own, like an album in your phone separately. And every morning and every night, you want to take that because you want to compare a few things. You want to have something to see. So if you do 75 days, that's over, over two cycles, let's say. Um, you'll be able to see a pattern form between what times of the month your face looks a certain way between those two months. You'll be able to see from morning to night what the natural amount of swelling, like it happens to all of us. 
we fluctuate in this way. So I think by putting the focus on appreciating the selfie that we're seeing in the morning and at night and, and kind of breaking through that idea of us needing to consistently always look the same, then I think that the, it just does something, you know, just a sense of pride. Um, and by having it just be a selfie, it's not a full body pose or whatever. It's not about looks, size, any of that. It's about truly, you know, maybe see what you'll notice from starting it and ending it from month to month, from day to day, week to week, however you want to utilize it. But it becomes another reference point for you as you're going through this, where it could, it could just be what your interpretation is of those selfies. And it ends up being pretty helpful, I found. That's actually what I did to get out of my funk post lockdown when I got really down on myself for being a coach who works with people and tells them that they can help them stay consistent. And then a lockdown happened. Um, and my symptoms went bluey. It like, honestly, I took selfies like every day, every morning and every night. Um, it sucked at first. I looked really upset. And then you could see at, probably by the end of the month, it was like a, a different person in the pictures. Again, my writing got better. My, my passion for what I did got better. My cooking got better, you know, and it was kind of cool to see that line up with my selfies changing. So all I can hear is first, but first let me take a selfie. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so not a selfie person, by the way. These, these selfies look like mug shots. Like there was, there was no creative angles happening. Um, okay. So what do you guys think about this? We got eat a bite of something every four hours, stretch or move in any way you want, two times a day for however long you want. Drink at least three containers of anything, sugar-free or decaf before noon. Read a page in a book or sketch something at any point in the day. Don't get on social for an hour in the morning. Take a selfie morning and night to track that progression. I mean, it's, you know, it's not easy, right? These are a bunch of things to remember, but it's supposed to be for, it's kind of riding on the coattails of the original thing, which is it's supposed to be for 75 days, you know? So it's, you can take from this, what you love and keep it going, use it every day, you know? Um, but it's for a certain amount of time. It's something to challenge yourself with where you feel like you can really focus on doing these things. Um, and I think after a few weeks, it'll probably just be second nature, you know, um, and this means we still have our talks, we still do your baby steps, you know, we still do our sessions, all that. Um, but I don't know, I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to see. Now, <clears throat> I wrote here print out, I would print out 75 of them, if you can put them in a binder, and keep them by your keys or, you know, wherever you're going to see them in the morning. And then when you go through, just check them off. Um, if you want to do the whole, like, if you break a day, you go back to zero thing. If that's how your accountability works best, mazel tov, go for it. Um, I anticipate just completely forgetting to do this at least once or twice in the beginning. So it might take me a little bit to like get going into the habit of it, which I, it is me, you know, that's just me. So if you think that you're going to be in the same boat, don't put a ton of pressure on yourself to like do it great, you know, like just try to make it a focus that if you forget yesterday, all right, I'm going to try it again today. You know, however you hold yourself accountable. Um, the notes and the modifications on the side, I put that there because if you decide like, I'm trying to think of a good example. Let's say on a day you wrote instead of read something or sketched, you know, then you could put that on the side for modifications. Um, if you drank a protein shake instead of taking a bite of something, 
then you can put that on the side in the modifications, you know, so there is some flexibility with that. However, you can accomplish these rules is great. Um, so Canva design, does Canva design count? Yeah, sure. That'll work. Um, I'm trying to think here. Oh, the, the thoughts. Thoughts could be, you know, if you feel like you um, wish you had more groceries on hand or whatever to make sure you're eating throughout the day, you put a note down in the end, like, okay, buy stuff for tomorrow, something like that. It's just, you don't have to fill them out, but it's just some extra space there to help you get situated. Um, I also have a black and white version, if that's easier for you guys to print. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna comment that as well as the 75 hard link on the recording in the Facebook page once we post it tomorrow. So um, for this, I didn't want to, I wanted to do some kind of accountability, but I didn't want it to be like a challenge. So I'm thinking that if you want to do this and have some kind of combo about it, let's use the um, general discussion chat on WhatsApp. It's been a little more quiet lately. Um, so if anyone, you know, wants to leave the chat and come back when at a later time, cause you don't want to hear it, that's fine. But I'm thinking that that would, what do you guys think? I think it would be easier, easiest. Um, if you want to have a chat where we talk about 75 real anywhere. So if you don't have the link to that, let me know. I'll text it to you so you can join. Okay, <clears throat> so two more things. We got meals of the month. So some of you guys have noticed we did not post meals of the month this month. Um, I've really been trying to think about how I want, what direction I want to go in that because I want to make sure that it's still I don't know, effective, you know, like I want it to be valuable. That's the word I was looking for, but um, I want to make sure it's valuable. So I kind of gave it a make under in a way. We're going to do a little different where every month that I'm going to post it, we're going to have a theme. January's theme is beans. <laughs> so we're going to put the theme is going to be some kind of a food or a preparation technique or something like that. You could do whatever the hell you want, but I'm going to put 10 recipes using the theme. I'm going to comment them below the posting when I put when we put them up each month. Um, and this way you have a little bit of inspo. You know, if you guys there's no nothing, you don't get anything extra by doing the thing, the theme of the month. I just want to, you know, hopefully if you guys save them each month, you can go back and always refer to those recipes. Um, I love beans, too. My colitis doesn't always like the beans, but we figure it out as we go, honestly. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be posting that we are for every picture that you post on meals of the month, this is staying the same, it could be anything you're eating, it doesn't have to be anything specific, um, post a picture of that, I do, I would, I do want to ask you guys, though, if you can, to comment your baby steps along with like your food baby steps along with it, just so that we see everybody's at a different baby step. Um, some have done a lot of them. Some are just starting out. Some are, you know, some go through them really quick. Some take longer. Take took me longer to get through mine, you know. So um, I think it's maybe helpful if we start adding in like what baby steps are, just to kind of, you know, I feel like it would be nice to see along with the pictures, just to kind of see how different but similar we all are. Um, and then at the end of the month, every photo you post will be another entry into a giveaway. We were doing the $25 and then we did the $100 Christmas one uh, or holiday one for nutrition, but I kind of miss varying it. So I think I'm just going to pick a really cool gift to give away each month. It might be the nutrition gift cards in the future again, but this month's is going to be the galaxy light that you see me using in my shower all the time. Um, so yeah, 
I'll post that tomorrow morning um, along with the recipes. And then for the rest of this month, anything you're eating, it could be a friggin' Slim Jim, like someone said above, you know, um, it doesn't matter. Put it at meals of the month. It counts as an entry. And then, yeah, we'll give that a shot. The old meals of the month, if you guys want to go back and look at the old ones, I don't think anyone really realized this, but there was a whole grocery list on those. So like the, the picture, the graphic itself was like uh, a grocery list. So go back and save one of those. Okay, so now let's see, last part here. The no plan meal planning. <laughs> this is gonna be a good one. Okay. I cannot tell you how many times the coaches and I hear that the root of everyone's problems is that they just have to plan better in terms of what to eat. Honey, that ship has sailed. If you're not already a naturally a natural planner, fuck the planning. <laughs> Pardon my language. But like, seriously, it doesn't mean that you're going to go off the rails. It doesn't mean that it's more overwhelming. It, we, we're not planning as it is. We're pissed off at ourselves for not planning better. So if we just ditch the planning, is it really that things are going to go, you know, go to complete disarray? Or is it that maybe we just need to be more instinctive and just in the moment with our cooking? And if that sounds scary, that's what we work on. It not being scary, not somehow you know, decades into your life, now you're going to suddenly become someone who effortlessly meal plans. Unfortunately, because I waited for that same miracle to happen for many years. Unfortunately, it just doesn't. If you're not someone who naturally doesn't think that way, do that, like, it's not something that is just a part of your life already. You can't just create that and then hope that through all of life's ups and downs and obstacles, you somehow are able to maintain it. It's going to, it's going to kick you in the ass again, unless you are someone who just naturally is, that is how you already do it. Okay. So I think <clears throat> the way that I do it, I've tried to find a way. A lot of what I do is just intuitive, right? It's just how I live. So I try to structure it out to be something I could pass to you guys. So this plan that I came up with is all you want to do. And for my plant-based clients in here, it, I, adapt this to be whatever protein source you use, but um, pick seven days worth of meats, shop for seven days worth of protein worth of meats, whatever. And you might use leftovers one night too. You might not need, you know, you might not eat them every seven, but you don't want to have just enough food. You want to have, and you don't need to have like a ton of excess. You want to have options. The reason planning is so overwhelming and I know this all sounds like first world problems and it is okay. And we're all very grateful. Can we just get that out of the way? Okay. But it's because we're not in the mood for what we're eating or we don't know what we're in the mood for, or that thing we may, oh, I was planning on making this, but I'm tired now. And I have to do this to do that. And I don't know. And, and it becomes a big complicated and, you know, endeavor. But if you just have the supplies on hand and you just, I swear to God, it sounds scary, but it's not, which is what I can teach you. But Throw it together and think about ease. Like tonight we have chicken. I got jarred pesto sauce. We are covering the chicken in pesto sauce and air frying it. That is all we're doing. That, that's it. 20 minute meal, that and some gluten-free pasta and we are good to go. So if you have the meats in your fridge, you don't have to sit there and think of a whole meal that you're going to make, a whole dish. You just have to make sure you've taken something out of the freezer in the morning, which is usually the thing we struggle with. Um, but 
we try our best. If you take out your the take your meat out <laughs> in the morning and you just have that thawing, when you get home later or when it's time for dinner, you can say, all right, what flavor am I in the mood for? Um, what texture, like how do I want to cook this? What what kind of texture am I wanting right now? Should I fry it? Should I bread it? Whatever. Like if you think of overall what you want to be eating and you have the items available, then you just throw them together and you eat it. And it's okay to go on the fly. We don't, I know it's, it might feel scary to embrace just being on the fly, but I don't know that we're kind we're biologically supposed to just have every little thing meticulously planned out, sorted out. I find human beings to be far more of an adaptive creatures. So you know, sometimes it might be scary, but it feels kind of good to just adapt with it, go with it, have it work out. You know, the more times you throw a meal together and it ends up great, it becomes exciting. And then you can branch out. You can cook more if you want. You could, you know, embellish on a recipe you made last week. You know, I don't even use written recipes like ever. My coaches were here with me as I was cooking and prepping for the, um, the retreat. <laughs> I think the hardest part was sitting down to actually write the recipes. That's what we were doing down to the wire was just my ADHD ass sitting there writing the recipes um, because it really does. It can be a lot more intuitive than we think. And if that's overwhelming, we work through it. But food is not as hard as we, we think it is to make it really, really good, too. And I think that once that is chipped away at in our day to day, you know, everything else we got to deal with in the entire day having to plan our food, like no one is, at least I'm not, I'm not faulting anybody who doesn't want to follow the plan after they are running their ass off all week, you know? So <clears throat> let me see these chats. I love the old school alarm clock. Mm, I love it. Everything feels really sustainable. Woo. The hardest one for me will be no phone first thing in the morning, but it's actually already one of my goals for this year. Yeah. Um, isn't it crazy how that's such a difficult thing? Like I, it is, it is for me too. Um, but you know, who'd have thunk it? Crazy. Canva design does count. Love beans. Need to order a galaxy light. I freaking love my galaxy light and it's a great speaker too. Um, so the when I'm playing music in the bathroom, it's usually my fan that has a Bluetooth built in. But uh, at the retreat, actually, the Bluetooth wasn't getting picked up in the house that we were at. So we used those as the speakers and they worked out pretty well. Um, okay. I haven't meal I haven't meal planned in so long. I just make sure we cook a lot of proteins on Sunday and have veggies and fruits on hand. Yeah, exactly. All the kids cook, so we eat what we want. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and I wrote here too, in addition to the seven days worth of um, meats or protein, also have seven different sides and like seven different ingredients for the sides, you know, like you want to have that on hand so that again, the day of, you can say, what side am I in the mood for? What do I want to eat with this? Giving yourself that choice and that autonomy in the moment, while sounds scary when you get used to it, is actually really liberating because I don't know if anyone else has had that decision fatigue where they want to scream, just trying to figure out what the hell to eat. Usually from like planning can actually make that worse sometimes. I keep an emotional support gluten-free vegan mac and cheese for this reason. Amen. 
I used to say I hate cooking, but lately I've been starting to like it once I realized I could wing it and didn't have to follow recipes to a T if there's a lot of steps. Oh yeah, hell no. Hell no. Like I said, chicken, jarred pesto, air fryer. Um, we're you just for a little more detail, we're using chicken, boneless, skinless chicken thighs. And we got a pesto that has cheese in it so that it, oh my God, it smells so good. And it like crusts on the outside a little when you air fry it. So easy. Um, okay. Five ingredients or fewer if I can. I'm a big fan of that. Huge fan of that. I like to keep it, like when I was younger and I was cooking fancy things, I love to have a million different freaking ingredients. And then I realized that it's expensive and I have to clean this mess. And five ingredients or fewer sounds fantastic. So do you have the regular or pro galaxy? I'm not sure. Um, it's the little like black one. It's like low and fat and it's got like the globe on top. I can text you the link after if you want of the one that I have specifically. Okay, now for lunch, um, the no plan way is to keep things on hand that bail you out of situations like Carbonat or base culture bread. Those are two brands of bread that I love. Um, but any low carb, gluten-free kind of bread, um, if that's not your baby step yet, don't fret about this. Don't just do it because I'm saying it. But if it is your baby step, that's mine, for example. I just keep my carbonat or my base culture on hand. So that day I decide, do I want to put burrata on it? Do I want to put ham on it? Do I want to order a burger and throw it on there instead? Um, and I can kind of, then again, I work from home. So I don't have the limitation of being at an office that only has so many things available. But if you, I tell my clients all the time, keep the bread in your desk, in the, the fridge, in the, you know, the staff room or something, keep it with you, keep it accessible so that you can have that flexibility too. you know, bring a, a big ass goodie bag of snacks with you and just take a bite every four hours. Like we said, you know, um, it doesn't have to be fancy or elaborate going with what you're in the mood to eat at that moment is honestly the best way to go. It's the most sustainable way to go. The only thing that we have to learn and get consistent with is keeping things on hand that work for us to make that happen. So, um, and then grab and go foods that you can throw together and stuff. If you feel like you're kind of tapped for ideas, not for nothing, I, I will look at the Pudge page and I will see recipes that I did four years ago that I completely forgot about. And I'm like, why the hell don't I make this anymore? I love this. Um, it, it, I think it's object permanence with ADHD is I really forget recipes and things I've loved and stuff in the past until I remember it. And then I eat it incessantly for two weeks and forget it again. But go and grab, uh, grab and go foods. If you look on Google, Pinterest, TikTok, Instagram, whatever, there are so many ideas and idea lists out there. Um, and maybe just try one at a time you know, get inspired by it. I love watching cooking shows to get ideas. Like I watch Beat Bobby Flay a lot and, you know, all the, just the Food Network shows because they teach you a lot of technique on how to cook something. If you know how to cook something, you can make a million things because if you know how to cook a good steak or a good piece of chicken or a good omelet or good sauteed veggies or whatever it is, because they're teaching you the technique on this show and you're seeing how they're doing it, you can change the flavoring or the type of veggie or the type of protein. The options are endless. So if you, if you need that feeling of like, oh, I got a plan, don't plan. Plan on learning techniques and, and ingredients to keep on hand and things like that. That's the thing you should plan, you know, so that 
your food can just kind of be what you need it to be that day, not be something that takes a ton of thought or, or plotting out when you have a million plates you're spinning at once. So let me see here. I love Pinterest and cooking shows. It's just like, it's such a good brain vacation. I feel like honestly, my, my toxic trait is I will, I used to watch cooking shows at night while I'm in bed. You know how many ran, you know how many times Nick had to like run downstairs because I was too tired. I'm like, can you just get me some sliced cheese, please? That cheddar looked really good on chopped. You know, like it's just ridiculous. Um, but cooking shows are great for that. Travel cooking shows are fun. You know, we should have like a passion for food. It makes simple food a lot easier when you have a passion for food in general because it doesn't take a lot to impress you, right? Like I could eat feta and tomatoes and olive oil and I'm just like so happy. It's so good. But I could also see on TikTok some elaborate feta sauce that's made and be excited to make that too. Food can be whatever you want it to be day to day. So if that's overwhelming, text me. Let's make it the point of the next session that we're on or tell your coach, make that the point of your next session, you know? Um, and you can always text me, even if you have your sessions with your coaches, you can always still text me um, and ask, you know, for help with recipes and such. But do you guys feel like this was helpful? We're gonna start 75 real. I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to give it a shot tomorrow and see how I stick to it. Um, we're doing the new meals of the month tomorrow, and then the no plan meal planning. Tell me your thoughts in the chat before we jump for the night. My dream job involves travel and food. Oh my god, yes. Travel, but either teleporting <laughs> or first class. I can't, I, it's not even for being bougie. I'm awful in planes, but absolutely. Tra travel and food. I am definitely passionate about food, just lost on execution. Yeah. So that's the thing, you know, rather than trying to think of more recipes to learn, more foods to keep on hand, shift your focus to learning different ways to make that food, you know, different techniques for executing those meals that make it easy on you. And once that's out of the way, the flavoring's the easy part. That's the fun part. Um, I love that point. That's a really good point. So excited for the 75 reel. Whoop. Digging the 75 reel. Super excited. So you guys are amazing. I'm proud of all of you, honestly. I'm not just blowing smoke. Um, I think that what we deal with on a day-to-day -day is really, really difficult. And putting the priority into finding a way to do it for ourselves and not just give in to diet culture and all the bullshit this time of year takes a lot. So I am honestly really proud of you guys. Don't be strangers. Make sure you're reaching out if you need any assistance with anything. All right. Enjoy the rest of your week. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.